more that's, concerned with selling drinks. Yeah. It's like it's a comedy club, not a fucking like cheesecake factory. That's what these <laughs> clubs want you to do. They're just trying to they're trying <laughs> to sling so pie. Yeah. And it's like, no, you I'm not going to be hired to bring my friends to sell you pie. They're coming to watch me laugh. Like what like I had a show there and um no one showed up except for my three friends and they were like, "Hey, we'll comp your friends tickets to another show." And I was like, "Bullshit. They're never coming to another show unless I'm on it. You're not going to peddle my yeah. friends into your company." Podcast with your host Dave Neal. Um, we'll just get started on the negative rant. We'll get right into it. This is Sex Actually the Podcast. Your host Dave Neal with Tasha Courtney. Hello, hello. And new guest Kyle K A. Thanks for having me. I didn't know if that. I didn't know that. So that's just a sh- abbreviation for your ridiculously long Polish name. That is correct. It's Polish. It's not Polish. It's Armenian. Armenian. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So, yeah. All these Polish. It all ends in ski, right? A lot of skis. Does Armenian have a have a sort of stereotype yeah, I, to that? Every uh, last name that ends in I A N, pretty much guaranteed. Like Kardashian, Kardashian, or like yeah. um, Jack Asadorian, the um, the other the comic that yep. I know is Armenian. Or sometimes Y A N, but yeah. Interesting. I, okay, I A N. There we go. So, but you're from Boston. You're a Boston guy. I am from Boston. Brookline. Brookline, Mass. Brookline, yeah. home of John F. Kennedy. That's wow. right. And Anna's Taqueria. I always Taqueria. Brookline, great spot. Um, and then, you, but you've been here for a, a bit. So, Kyle, you're, you're a stand-up comedian. We had a show last night. Yep. And um, way out of Los Angeles, like an hour and change out of town. But that's the second time I've seen you on a show. The other time was in Palmdale, which is like, I guess, I don't know if it's the redneck capital of the West Coast, but it's pretty. It's such a tiny pocket. Like, it was so funny when we rolled up there a few months ago, driving in. Well, first of all, we had to take the back roads because that was the same weekend as the horrible that's sand fire. fire. Yeah. Yeah. Fire. So we like wound our way an hour east, northeast or wherever. But it's I feel I felt like we like went over the hill into a tiny little valley of like a small town of industrial parks, you know, like that was. And apparently that's where the big federal prison is. So anyway, go to Palmdale, everybody. It's a great spot. Um, okay, so we we're gonna have to, I, we have to unwind a few things before we jump into this into this episode because um, I can't not address what happened to us yesterday. No, you can't talk about no, that. What I, if he doesn't want you to? No, no, I'm not using names, but I have to talk about it. Um, you, don't you love our show prep? We're like <laughs> <laughs> we had we we and you probably uh, you you know some of the news, but we we went camping with a friend and his dog got hit by a car. Don't need the specifics. Rush the dog to the vet. I'm driving like a fucking. I felt like I like Jason Statham sort of movie. Just don't fuck up your job. Don't make it worse. Just whatever. And they're in the back trying to revive it. Dog passes away. Get, we get to the vet five minutes later. Dog passes away. Horrible. Um, you know, uh, we were we were ju- we were literally just in town to do this stupid stand up show that we all did last night. And anyway, it was just fucking nuts. To help me out. Yeah, it was awful. It was one of the most horrible things to no witness one, ever. I feel uncomfortable talking about it now. Yeah, I'm I probably going to start crying. It It's tough to talk about and it's not I'm not trying to bring the podcast down, but this is the Monday episode, so we can only go up from here, but it's like death like we you know, this is a dating relationships podcast, but what's what's more like a wingman relationship than your dog? You know, like this, so our buddy had his dog for 8 or 9 years and it's it's crazy, but you know, like I kept on repeating the point that, and you know, not not not, I wasn't, you know, I was super compassionate, but at the same time, like you know, dogs, the the beauty is how how much you love them and unconditional, and then the curse is they only last a short, like you know what I mean, like they only last one seventh as long as we last. So chances are, throughout your life, you're gonna as a kid, as if you're a dog person, you know what I'm talking about. You you'll have several times through your life where you really have to deal with shit, but it kind of forces you to like like show what you appreciate and it's a process of mourning and all that anyway so hug your dog that's just give a, him a big old yeah give your dog a kiss. hug and our dog was there and i was almost mad at our dog i was like you don't even care our dog didn't really understand what was going on it was just insane we watched it from like 50 feet away like we kind of watched it happen and, and the kicker was that the guy whose dog passed away kept kept on going he went to the show and he performed yeah and yeah. i told him i was like look you don't need to do this for a bunch of assholes. And the audience was really, really nice. But, yeah. you know, you never know what they're going to be. And I was like, you don't know this to anyone. They might, you know, God forbid someone doesn't believe you. They think you're doing a shtick or whatever. But, but you but know it, what? Everybody has to, like, cope in their own way. And maybe for him it was sort of like, you know, getting back on the horse. Like, I can't, 
you know, if I if I take off tonight, I might have to take off a month, which is exactly what I would have to yeah. do. I yeah. would have to not leave my house for a month. It was at a least. small victory for him on a shitty day. Yeah. And he did he did great. I mean, I don't know. Like I can't say I think I would, everyone was really that. supportive. But in yeah, in the end it was like that was for him. And I, I'm so glad I didn't have to follow him because he talked about his dog dying that day. But like comedy, you, you don't have to make everything funny, but it has to be honest. Yeah. And yeah, the second, it's, if you're, re- it's real and raw. If you're funny but not honest, you're a hack. Like, what are you doing if you're just being funny? Like, you got to be truthful to your real feelings and all that. So anyway, anyway and, and of course, I'm not saying this name doesn't, you know, we'll, you know, we'll battle that another day. But, you know, it, he was a, a, you know, our, the guy whose dog passed away long time recurring guest of the show good guy we're we'll we'll, we'll we're gonna come up with a gofundme that'll in future episodes we'll shout it out for all our dog lovers just to help help them out with the cost and all that but it's it's just crazy because you know this podcast sometimes we tell like you know funny dating stories we we go into the, the things sometimes you get serious but like you, you got to deal with shit i mean whether it's a relationship or a, you know like you might get your heart broken in a relationship and it could hurt just as bad as like if your mom passes away or your dog or something, you know what I mean? Like, but you, you, it's just, you just don't know. There's a, there's a it's mourning process deal. yeah. and, and not everyone, it does it in a healthy way, but I don't know if there's a wrong way to do it, but you know, going on stage for him was kind of like a fucking badass. Yeah. And um, anyway, we're going to move on from that, but now I have to mention it because um, it's my show and I can but this is, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's weird. And then, so we stayed camping and, and they went home and I don't know. I didn't feel bad that we stayed. I just like, I didn't, you know, it was just so weird for us to deal with that. Well, I think that we had it a lot better than they did. Yeah. I don't, I do not envy the feeling that they, that they currently have, but, um, he did his set. He got laughs. He, he touched people's hearts and then, um, and then they went home or he went to his mom's house. So, Anyway, thoughts with you, buddy, and um, we'll keep it. We'll keep everyone posted. Hopefully, we can have him on when he's feeling better and just you know trying to untangle that whole thing. So anyway, Kyle, we so we uh, <laughs> I hate to transition; it's, it's awkward, but we met. Now, I I didn't screen this by you before, so I can bleep this out. Did can I say that you wrote in that letter, or is yeah, that yeah, okay? Sure. Okay, cool. I didn't ask you. I yeah, meant yeah, to. Yeah. So you wrote in a letter or a Facebook message. Yeah, um, just a question. About a month ago, right? For the podcast. For the podcast. Yeah. And, you're, and we read it on the air. We, we changed your name, but now we're calling you out. Um, <laughs> I do keep all my sources unless it's okay. So it's, we've, you've uh, basically, why don't, why don't you paraphrase what your question was? Well, I think I said at the time, I said, uh, it's never the right time to break up with somebody. It's always difficult. But is there a wrong time? Because I had a wedding coming up that I was supposed to go to, and she was the um, you know, maid of honor. And I didn't want to end things and, uh, you know, leave her in a position her, to yeah, be exactly. really grieving while yeah. her best friend is having the, what's supposed to be the greatest day of uh, her life. Maid of exactly. honor. It must be the worst. It's so stressful. Have I mean, you been a maid of honor? I've, n- I've never been a maid of honor. Being a bridesmaid itself is sort of stressful. I mean, it's mostly yeah. just your job to like be there and but be the supportive. But the maid of honor but... gets no recognition for anything. They have to do all the dirty work and it costs, and it costs them a fortune yeah. for, from the friends that I know that were maids of I honor. I mean, you get like, a present. <laughs> yeah, you get like a stupid. Yeah, but yeah, you're dress. right. I mean, you're doing it for love because you love but your best for, friend. For the girl who's getting married, it's like the greatest day of the, their life. So it's like, we're going to go, bitches, we're going to get the best dresses and the best. Th- and it's like, no, we're not. Like, and we're then all, it's like all, all the gotta friends go to work the next day. <laughs> are yeah. like, do we really have to buy $800 bridesmaid dresses? <laughs> so you didn't want to bail on this girl. How long were you dating for? We were dating for a year and a half. Okay, so, you know, pretty serious enough where you can't just. Yeah, that may not seem like, <laughs> that may not seem like a long time, but that's the longest relationship I'd better, ever been in. So oh yeah, no, for me that was yes, you know. year and a half is definitely. You know, you know, I feel like you're a sociopath if you can date for a year and a half and be like, yeah, you know, we just did, we didn't work out, yeah. moving on. It's like, did you not? Did you care about them? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you don't get into a relationship. Like, so, but she was an older, older dame. She was an older dame, that's but correct. relatively, yeah. just a couple years. Yeah, older. Yeah, just like four, four years older. Four, well, that but that's a different. It is and a when difference. you're in your twenties. If you're in your mid twenties to late twenties, a lot can happen in four years with women and what they want and what you want, and just personal growth. A what, lot can happen. Yeah. I think you sort of you get you fine tune what your priorities are in so life. How long did you know you didn't want to date anymore before before you reached out to me? 
So I don't know. It, you know, it's always back and forth. Some, sometimes you know, if you have good, you have good weeks. You have bad weeks. We have we have, we we, have we roller coaster that. days. Yeah, 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 even days. Yeah, even hours. Yeah. Hours. Yeah. It's yeah. eleven a.m. It's going great. Eleven fifteen. Fuck her. <laughs> this sucks. Yeah. I uh, twice a week. I think Tasha and I should break up, and then fifty-eight times a week, I want to go move to Costa Rica and. And sell soap with you, yeah, yeah, soap. with you. I do. <laughs> By yourself. <laughs> I want to move to Vegas and uh, change my phone number. Uh, no, um, that's but that's that's normal. But it's it's yeah, it's kind exactly. of like it's like football. It's like uh, who won? You know, you know, you fumble the ball here, you interception, you touchdown. Like end of the game, did you play all right? Did you win? That's a shitty analogy. Yeah, but it kind <laughs> of makes sense. I love it. Yeah, we just were watching the Patriots. No, win, we had so a couple fumbles. We had a couple fumbles. Yeah, but uh, yeah, fucking one. It, it just uh, you know what? We got the W. So, what made you think this is irreparable? Because I think a lot of people listening have been in relationships where yeah. we wonder: is this irreparable, or are we learning? I think it's pronounced irreparable. Ugh. <laughs> is it really? Yes. I'm such an idiot. Yeah, you're, you're going for, yeah. <laughs> Clearly, uh, my vocabulary's irreparable <laughs> did i did i fuck that meaning up too anyway moving <laughs> along uh it's a it's a sunday guys i'm having a miller light i'm doing all right so you uh yeah what what at what point was there no turning back so one of the big things was she lives in orange county and i live in la and while that may not seem like long distance no it, that, it is it is i do that drive a couple times a week that is far as yeah. hell the Tasha more has another you do it the longer it is yeah. It, yeah, that's a long drive. And it, even on off-peak hours, no traffic, you're looking at 50, 55 minutes each way, which is nuts. Yeah. To just to, just to hang out with your loved ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that would never work anywhere, even in, in like a small so town. So were you place. resenting the fact that you're like, I'm going to drive to take this ungrateful girl out? Or, or was it just a happy thing, like things were fine? I mean, look, like... If you guys were in super love, you could have made. Yeah, you could make fifty. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So there must be something else. No, yeah, and it was working for for a while. Um, and I'd say it was probably at like the the year mark where I made the move. I lived in Orange County before, so we were we were close by. Oh, and then and then you made it long distance. Yeah, that's on you. That's totally (laughs) yeah. And we knew the challenge. No tax write off on that one. (laughs) No tax write off. And uh, yeah, so you know, six months later, and. We're only doing weekends, and it starts to feel like a, sort of an obligation to hang out on the weekends because yeah. we're not seeing each other during the week. Wow. And, you know, I want, I want to do this comedy stuff on the weekends. And so, you know, there starts to be some tension w- there. Yeah. Were, were there moment like, were there, were there ever any weekends where you were supposed to see her and you just, like, bailed and said, oh, I can't come now? And, like, were, uh, were you finding yourself sort of lying to the relationship to, to kind of, you know, not to make it end, but testing the waters maybe before it was over? I would say that I I like sacrificed a lot to make it work and and like dri- I ended up driving to Orange County, you know. Did she ever drive up here? She did. She did sometimes. Uh, but she's got like a corporate sort of job, like a normal nine to yeah. five type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really tough. Yeah. I mean, because a lot of a lot, you know a lot of times relationships work, and then you have to throw wrenches at them and and see what happens because some relationships that kind of static collision it sticks, and then others you kind of you kind of cross paths and you move on yeah so so you just felt like it wasn't sort of yeah i think you you mentioned the thing about the age difference and people are in different stages in life and i'm 24 so you know i'm still figuring out who i am and you know she's at the point where she's in a career she's you know kind of set on on her path and I'm still figuring that stuff out. Yeah, she's a little more stable. Like once she's got yeah. everything else all set, you know, dotted eyes and yeah. crossed T's, like then the only thing that's left for her to conquer is her relationship. So That's why I think yeah. when a woman is ready for like to settle down, she'll probably find a guy who's ready in that moment. I don't see too many investment opportunities happening in relationships. You know what I mean? What does that mean? Like if 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 you were like ready, not not let's not use you specifically because I don't want to, I can't dissect my own relationship. But if a, when a girl's ready to have a guy to marry, she'll find a guy who's ready. She's not going to find no offense, but like a twenty four year old guy. Like why would you yeah. get married at twenty? For those people listening, if you got married at twenty four and you're not in the military, I don't, what are you doing? I don't understand. And I'm, I don't hate on it. I know the Midwest and other the South, other places, it's very different than like in the city here. But it's just crazy to me. Like I'm. 31 and and it's it's not a marriage issue so much as a personal growth issue where i'm like i'm not nearly where i want to be to have a family with kids 
Now, to have what we have is one thing because like we get to go on adventures and this and that. But I'm not in a place where like a, I don't think many girls would take me seriously. Thank you, Tasha, for taking <laughs> a comic seriously. Uh, which, by the way, I have to say this is so funny. Y- Tasha got she commented on someone's Facebook status defending comedians, and she started the comment wow. by saying, "As a comics." girlfriend no i absolutely i never said that at all i said that to you when i was talking about my comment you didn't say it in the comment no come on i just i felt stupid i didn't even want to comment but it was it was one (laughs) of my cousins and um she's very republican like everyone in kentucky and um uh but if you're republican you can still rate and review us it's totally all of the the political posts i feel like if you pause and read a post facebook knows that you paused and read a post and they show you more of those people's posts so i get a lot i've i get a lot of political posts now and she's just one of those Uh, but she just said something about like amy schumer several hundred fans oh you can't for someone booing you can't kick people out for booing about your political views blah 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 you're there to do stand up not to like spout your political beliefs and i was like well actually they got kicked out because they're interrupting because they're being hecklers and no club is gonna let hecklers continue to sit in the audience and ruin the show for everyone else who paid so that's actually what happened did you hear that story? I mean, it was an arena, twelve to fifteen thousand people. A couple hundred were kicked out, yeah, or or, or left. And it's like, who cares? Like, you don't. I, I just to... don't get what people are expecting when they go to a comedy show. Yeah, like, like whoa, you're gonna offend me like this? I mean, and but oh, yeah. well, this is a perfect tie-in because you got you did a anti-Trump joke in Palmdale, and you got heckled real so hard. hard. Oh yeah, oh, I actually got heckled God. pretty hard. You I got couldn't believe those hard. people would yeah. not shut I, up. I, when I went on stage, I had a joke that had it was a little anti-Donald. Um, on a surface level, it didn't cut deep, but I, I was like waiting for them to say something to me because I wanted to fucking, I wanted them to like yeah. throw a chair at me. I wanted something to happen and they just stayed quiet for me. But. My, my joke wasn't even about Trump. It was, it was about, about Melania. Was about yeah. Life. Yeah. Just making yeah. fun of the fact that oh, she's yeah. a foreigner and like, yeah, it was, and it was I, also surface level as far as like super, super you weren't level. really digging at her. In a, you know what I mean? It was right after she had plagiarized the speech with Michelle Obama, or Michelle Obama's speech. Right. And I said that, you know, I I heard Melania speak for the first time. I can't believe you know if Trump gets elected, she's going to be the first first lady to be hooked on phonics, <laughs> <laughs> which which some people liked. But then there was a, a you know a family who were clearly very pro Trump. That lady, he, she who, stood up and said she speaks eight languages or something yeah, like you that. Asshole. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. like yeah, we get it. Just it's laugh a joke. at the joke. <laughs> You you obviously were doing jokes about other things too. You weren't you weren't. Yeah. I wouldn't call you a political comedian Definitely at all. Not. It's just it's just funny, but like you don't have the time always on stage to break down the heckler and and break and you know you don't want to like engulf the flame that they are. And they they for the most part calmed down. Not for your set. For your set, they kind of gave you shit the whole set, and that kind of sucks because it was a you know it was a brewery show. Yeah. At, a, at a beer company, there's no there's no bouncers or like people that work there to tell them to shut the fuck up. And I was deep like, in the lineup, so people had already been drinking for a while. Oh man, yeah, that was a fucking aggressive. The, these but shows, I, th- I thought they kind of they kind of shut up after when I started doing some self deprecating stuff. Then they allowed that. Of but course. they were not. Some people heckle and like they're kind of playing along and they're fun. They were it was they were viciously that was like a against mean spirited. <laughs> Sorry to bring it. I don't no, mean no, to no, bring no. it up, I, but I it was, the funny thing is I couldn't even understand what they were saying. Like I, I didn't know until I listened to the recording later that that night and I was like, oh wow, they're they were really like going after. Yeah, me. it's it, tough. It sucks because it's like with it. you know, and a lot of times you don't figure out the perfect comeback till after. You're like, oh, I should have yeah, exactly. fucking said this to them. Yeah, and it was yeah like, you'll think about it for the rest of your life. Every time you're having like an alone <laughs> moment in the shower, six years later, <laughs> I do that all the time. I had time. I got heckled pretty bad. I had a girl tell me to take my pants off on stage Monday night. Wow, and I was like, really? What? I was like, this. I was like, you're gonna make me wish i lived in a different time where i could slap women because and i was take kidding but she told off. me to take my pants she told she wanted me to whip my dick out she said that on she heckled that tasha this is what i'm not, I'm not saying i would i was never sexually afraid of her so i under i understand that uh women they, they have to deal with men that are bigger and stronger uh and more have more privilege hitting on them it's it's more it's different than when a chick hits on us it's it's whatever fine i could totally handle it but it's so fucking annoying that some women are so empowered to heckle crazy shit sexually like different. what is that it's not is that empowered no that's just another nasty person there's another rude person yeah. who doesn't understand that this is inappropriate i know i think the difference is that as 
upset as you felt after one person <laughs> saying something inappropriate to you. That probably happened to me six times that day, and I didn't even mention Someone it. Someone told you to take your pants off? Did I walk past a construction site? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't I know. know. No, it sucks. I definitely have to deal with a lot more. No, no. And uh, well, yeah. you know, let's get into that. Uh, I am in huge defense of women. Trust me. Yeah. Um, but it's one thing. Like, as a comic, you're on stage. You're trying to have a flow. Like, it's. I, I'm not saying that, like, it's okay to get um, catcalled, this or that. But it's like, I'm trying to have a... I'm, I'm already struggling to have a set Monday night at 11 p.m. at a shitty Irish bar in Marina Del Rey where their main claim of fame is they race turtles. You know what I mean? Like, that's the place that I'm at. <laughs> and I'm trying to have a set... I'm trying to work on a few new things, and I got a chick begging me to take my pants off. What? And then she, and then she said she was a comedian too, and like, uh, so I just, which is not true. Because I just want those big sock and bop them. Uh, yeah, the hands, the hands that you can punch. <laughs> I want those oh, big old hands, those big blow up inflatable hands you can slap and hit people with. I just, I think that would be a nice anything. Anyway, so um, is that how we solve our problems from now on? We just everybody takes a time out, a crowd gathers around, and we just smack each other with yeah. sock and bop them. I think that would <laughs> be great. Yeah, I think that would be ring. great. Well, you could have used Road that with rage, these Trump people. Like, All right, get on stage. Yeah. I'm gonna slap you with a giant <laughs> air mattress. I feel like actually we could blow off a lot of steam doing that. You know, there's a thing like a growing market for like smash rooms have you guys heard oh, about this no it's what you fuck no it's that has That's nothing a, to do okay, with that Jersey Shore. no it's like um a place where people go to break things to let off steam so like if you have a bad day at work you can go and like smash computers and stuff That's all of cool. the things that are there are either like thrift store stuff that's really cheap like dishes or there are things that are donated like broken computers from offices and you just pay like for a half hour and they hand you a baseball bat and you go in this like room by yourself and you smash things and it's supposed to like be very therapeutic but then I could the- see how you get some ricochet I've had that I, uh, I did a charity event where you, you get a sledgehammer and you smash a car and you pay like a buck for a swing I hit this car as fucking hard as I could <laughs> It it went ding right off the car and and I and I hit the sledgehammer on my my toe. Well, I'm sure you have to sign a waiver, but I think that so it's supposed to be very therapeutic. Some people say that it's like really good for you, but then other people say that it increases aggression. Yeah, I think that's like the anti meditation <laughs> there. That's like have you ever thrown? Meditation. I back in the day before iPhones were so expensive, I had like a Droid, and I I remember I, I got a bad phone call and I was on a roof. I was painting and I just threw the phone. Fucking great. And then you went down an hour later and just found it in the grass and it was completely fine. Completely fine. fine. (laughs) Phones, if they just built them the way they did five years ago, I I feel like like such an old person. The way phones are, no, yeah, you could literally snap them in half, duct tape, good to go. Now, I literally, I I think I broke my phone last on a curb. That's kind of a bad place to break a phone. But anyway... um, I did want to mention this. So I last episode I had John Campanelli's stand-up comedian on, and we talked. Um, we went into depth about we we weren't trying to defend men so much as get some stuff off our chest. We talked locker room talk, a lot of a lot of these types of things. Where like what's right, what's wrong, yeah. what's too far, this and that, and um, and we did, we accomplished nothing. But it was just an open conversation, a safe conversation we were having. But um, we got a uh, Instagram message from Ar- Ariana, your friend Tasha. Um, oh, yeah, she she's listens. a big Hillary supporter. She's she's great, and but I had mentioned how how fucked up it is that like there's a there's a comedy festival in New York where they charge uh, white men more to submit, and uh, and the, yeah, fucked up, right? And then really? there's but there's now a there's now a pharmacy in New York City where they have a tax for men. If you're a man, you have to pay eight percent more. That's and I hilarious. get the wage gap, this and that. So Ariana, no, mentioned, well, like, the, actually, that pharmacy thing has to do with like the fact probably the fact that we have to pay tax on things that are necessary items, like most necessary items in the United States, like toilet paper or like food that's not junk food. You don't pay tax on those items. Those are considered like needs to live. But tampons and pads, you have to pay tax on. Birth control, you have to pay tax on. It's not considered a need to live? Right. Well, is that that called a pink tax? Because Ariana mentioned I should look up pink tax. Yes, that's exactly what it is. I figured you would know more about that. It's a tax on items that are women specific, that are actually necessary, that shouldn't be more, that we shouldn't have to pay tax on. And then there's also the fact that like companies market things specifically for women and then charge extra for them. So like it costs them the same amount of money to make a regular razor or a pink razor, but they charge you $2 and 30 cents for the pink razor and a buck for the man's razor. And it's not right, but, but it's a supply and demand. I guess they've decided men will pay two bucks for this razor. Woman will pay two fifty for the pink handled one. And that's not fair. 
And I think with, you know, with the way society, here's the thing with the way society is going. Everything's becoming more transparent. Everyone's, everyone's so um, cynical about the election, this and that. And I go, I can't tell you the next election, how transparent it will be. We're still in a age where Clinton, Hillary thought she could delete emails. We're still in an age where Trump thought he could say these things behind the closed doors. As soon as people realize they can't, I really think the next election and, and those after that, no matter what your political association is will be way more transparent and stuff like that like different priced things for men and women i mean this eight this wage gap thing is so fresh it doesn't seem like it but in the general scheme it's of like not the world fresh, i mean it's it's been going on forever but, the, but it's been but it's been and acknowledged only only sort of recently well i guess if you say recently within the past five years i'd say 20 is even I recent think, i think people are just now finally getting super vocal about it and demanding that there be a change. And that's just the benefit of social media is that it has uh, disenfranchised people have rallied together for this and that. What are we even talking about? I have <laughs> no idea. We, we have just rambled. I wanted to mention the pink. I wanted to mention the pink tags. And then Kyle's just like looking back and forth. Like, are they fighting? What's going on <laughs> now? So I, I wanted to, whenever anyone writes in and mentions, you know, what their thought is, I knew my episode with John Campanelli would, you know, we were just kind of like not, not defending men, but just, you know, giving, you're just, we were just talking in a way where we're like, we weren't afraid to, to just say whatever because you can't say that shit on a facebook status anymore you can't say well men have this problem it's it's silenced and it's not that men don't it's not that we we should only address women's issues it's that we have to all work together as human beings that's all it is so anyway (laughs) i'm not taking a stance on anything um i'm 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 so belgium i'm really neutral to it all (laughs) um i just want everyone to love me that's all i want um so speaking of love (laughs) speaking of sex actually uh so let's get back let's let's jump back into how your relationship ended Okay. What did you do? Because I think my advice at the time yeah, was... I, I, you guys gave some, you gave me some advice in the podcast, and I did the exact opposite. Although I totally got what you were going for. I think that I probably didn't give you enough of the backstory. Okay, um, so give me some more backstory. Well, we're, you know, I really, I really like her as a person. Because you know, my advice was just, there's no good time, just end it. And I don't think it was your advice. I think it was actually the two women, uh, I can't, ironically. I can't remember who was, on, who was on it. I wasn't there for this. Yeah, I, I, I um, Natasha. Was it oh, maybe it was, the... Oh, it was in New York. It was Tori and... Um, and um, the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, well, Tori's they were friend. Both, they were both like, like you gotta, you, you gotta just uh, break up with her. Like that not would working, not have working. been my advice. That was just... New York City advice, right yeah, there. Break up with her. Fuck them. Um, so what? So you, you know, but that's easy to say. It's but easy when, when you've you got a wedding someone. a month away and you've committed to going, I think you you kind of get through the stuff that you've got to get through. And so you went to the wedding, and she was moving the weekend before that. I helped. So her you helped apartments. her move, of course. Well, that'll make you feel less guilty when you yeah. break up. You gave her some exactly. free man work, and then you helped her. You helped her move. You went to the wedding. You were mm-hmm. the plus one. Uh, did you have to stay at the place, or was it like a local thing? Yeah, it was in San Francisco. Uh, you know, we were in like the presidential suite or whatever. And you knew you were going to break up there or were you still in the fence? I knew that at some point we'd have to have a serious conversation about, you know, is it working? Is the it not working? The state of things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I just didn't know when that would be. And I couldn't find a, I could not find the right time to do it. Ah, oh, there is not. Cause there is not, there's never a right so time. Yeah. It's never easy. Yeah. So you send after a text the like we should talk, and yeah. she's like, "Oh fuck!" I mean, yeah, I, like, yeah. what, I, you... I ended up calling her um, midweek. This so this is very fresh. This is this past week that this happened. Um, yeah, because when I saw you last night, you were like, "Hey, two days ago," and I'm like, "Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> what, have I, yeah. what have I done?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I called her up and said, "Hey, look, I'm I'm gonna drive to Orange County, like you know, on Thursday, and uh, you know, I'm not gonna stay the night, but I think we should you know we should talk about a few things." Ah, uh, so she was bracing. Yeah, so she was so it gave her a little heads up that this wasn't like a. You know, me just coming to stay over. Uh, Where did you do it? It's important. Yeah, in her room. Oh, you broke up at her place? Yeah. I heard that's bad. Really? Really? Why? Because it's best. an energy. It's like you, uh, you're supposed oh, to... Oh, that I mean, like, look, sort of haunts the place? I mean, look, hey, I'm not... Don't, I'm, don't rethink Let's it because it sounds like it was really healthy. See what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to break out... You're going to have to center some sage and have her light some sage and smudge yeah, the energy. Absolutely. No, nah, just because it's like you're supposed to break up in like a neutral place because you're not supposed to have like... Well, like a restaurant or, or what? Um, okay. Yeah, because that sounds like a disaster <laughs> waiting to, to happen. Do I still if I break Depends up Depends if it's before the entree. Depends on who's crying the loudest. Yeah, I guess so. It's like you break up with her and then she's like, all right, bitch, I'm going to rack up this bill yeah. rose yeah. um and it's not and it's maybe so she was so you you, you go to her room yeah so i go into her room <laughs> and i was you know super tense and just not still not wanting to do it because i care for her a lot um and i was like uh you know 
I don't think I continue I can continue on with this relationship. Um, and her response was, "Yeah, I think you're right. Like things aren't wow. Things haven't been working." And so I she w- wasn't a f- she wasn't fighting it. I That's was like, healthy. Thank the Lord, because I wouldn't have been able to handle it if if she wasn't expecting it at all. And I think the kind of month or two that led up to it. You know, where I had been a little bit different. Was it how were you guys on a sexual level leading up to it? Great. I mean, that was always great. I love asking these questions because I would never ask if it wasn't live on the sex Uh, action. (laughs) That's what my podcast is great because you have conversations that you would never. I know. I'm like, "Uh, can I ask this? Let's go for it. So sex sex was fine. It wasn't like you kind of were grown apart that way. It was was great. But it was just like you kind of decided you were at a place. It was just like a spark missing or something. Yeah, I, th- I think it was the move that had a, you know, something to, like a significant portion of, of the sort of yeah the, the lack of spark or whatever you want to call it. Um, but we we just sort of started drifting in different directions. How long were you guys there physically on Thursday? Like, how long did you break up? <laughs> that's, that's the weird part. Is, is do you have food after? <laughs> so you, you, you invite her to your show. You're like, hey, I got a show. I need to bring some people. Uh, uh, so, anyways, you want to grab some frozen yogurt? <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I think after she said that. My thought was like, oh, well, shit, like, do I stick around for a while or <laughs> how does this work? And we ended up just talking about the way things had gone, you know, overview of the relationship, the spark notes, kind of, you know, what uh, what sort of happened. And it was very mutual. And I'm telling you, my first, I've only had one other girlfriend and the breakup was horrible. Well, and we're going to get into that. <laughs> and this that sounds was... Good. The easiest so far, it's only been three days. Until she calls you in four months, like, it's, I'm keeping it. <laughs> You're like, uh, oh, fuck. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's our next episode. <laughs> uh, yeah. That is the, that is the only thing. No, okay. but, I mean, she's great, and she'll be fine, and obviously wish her the, wish her the best. But here's stuff. the thing. You're 24. A lot of times, you, 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 uh, you think older people have their shit together, and then I look at a 28-year-old as a 31-year-old, like, she doesn't like you. We're, we're never as like mentally developed as we think hmm. the other person would be. Yeah. And she's, she's super young. Like she, but she, her next relationship, like I said, she might meet the guy that's perfect for her. Yeah. And like, boom, biological clock, marriage, two kids, happy picket fence, whatever, whatever or not. If, if, you know, if that's what she wants, she wants, but, but you know, you did all the right things when it, you realized it wasn't working. You addressed it in like a really compassionate and honest way. And that's the best that you can do. Yeah. That's the best way you can handle it. Did you consider texting <laughs> my phone? My microphone fell. Did you consider texting her, or were you like stuck? Her to, like, yeah. No, that's so juvenile. Not for a second. Not for a second. Oh, but it would be so much easier to just oh, like yeah, bang obviously. out like a like yeah, you ever like write, a few you, emojis or like you just like, write your nice your gift. you dump someone on the note and then you screen grab it and just fire it off as a picture. Yeah. <laughs> like, here it is. Yeah, yeah. There's a number of ways to to break up in a horrible, horrible fashion. Um, change I think, your profile photo yeah, on Facebook. Profile, That's the old college. Delete way. all social media. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just just go hey, I'm dead. Bye. Yeah. Uh, I think what's really important is to just continually have sort of check-ins or conversations where you're talking about, you know, how are things going? What is working? What's not working? Because absolutely, we did have a conversation a couple months before or a few months before that, which was like a. I, I was like, look, this isn't really working. I need to spend more time on comedy and, and this stuff. And I'm not going to make the trip if you're going out to the bars with friends and stuff. Because it's ironically, you know, she's older. She likes to go out more. I'm more of the guy who I'm like, you know, I, I would just spend Friday nights in my room writing or doing doing whatever but I, I don't go out like tweaking that melania joke exactly <laughs> just how many melania jokes can i come up with uh, now well i mean but that's hours. kind of the competitiveness of this job that we have it's like you're never yeah you're never perfecting it so and i love it i'm a huge comedy nerd i watch it's a tremendous amount of comedy and most stand-up comedians yeah. are shitty boyfriends or girlfriends mm. it's a not a it's a it's a very ch- big challenge yeah and um i'll give credit to tasha because there's Thanks. many nights and uh, where she's not, where I'm not around, and that's it. It made it hurt. She doesn't have a nine to five so much as like some mm-hmm. some days she's bored. You know, t- tomorrow she's at the door at five a.m. for a, a job. You know what I mean? Wow. Like we're all over the place. So she, she doesn't have a steady job. Mine's not steady. But Tasha never works at night, which is like I wish you, all of your jobs were from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. That I way. don't. That sounds awful. No, but that way I would I would feel, like whenever she's out of town for work, I feel so much less guilty doing my shit. But like when I know she's at home just like scouring Amazon watching all of her new TV shows, I'm just like, "Oh man, like 
because I just I just feel like I'm a shitty boyfriend, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. but I'm also like comics. You know, you might not be there for a, for many dinners, but like if you have kids or something, you get to walk your kid to school in the morning. Like you have a weird. There's a weird sort of like benefit yeah, to it. You absolutely yeah. have positives that you probably forget to mention and it's not it's not it's just not traditional but it's not worse like i we love to travel so like the fact i mean didn't work out well but last night we're like yeah we go camping i mean you know we're camping right on the beach and and it was like that's you know we try to travel whenever we can for shows and if she has a job i try to travel with this and that but um but you know it works because we've we've made it work we've we've continued to have those conversations just like you were saying about like what is working for us, what is not working for us. We're upfront about our expectations. And I think that's all that's the best you can do is be honest about your expectations from the get go. So that like you were saying, Dave, you don't meet somebody, you know, who's ready to get married and have kids when you're so far off, you know, just be honest about like what you want. Yeah. And I mean, like, like we talk about our relationship, like Tasha dumped me 48 times already. Like, it's not like <laughs> it's all roses, but we did have this thing today where we we're folding up the tent. You want, you want to know if you want your relationship oh God, to last, tent. fold up a tent together. Yeah. You think, no, it's, you think of building Ikea furniture is fucking, you know, divorce material. We, uh, we rolled the tent up and did a fucking great job. And I'm the type who like roll, rolls it into a ball if a fucking cat or something stuck in the tent, and then it's stuck in the tent. Like like roaches, centipede. We'll we'll worry about it later. Tasha likes to wipe down every time you roll. Make one fold. You have to wipe everything down. So she wants it literally. I take after my dad. You if you take care of your things, babe, then they last forever. I'm gonna. I plan to have that tent in 25 years, and it's gonna be just as pristine, brand new as it is right now. And it's a little. It's a. It, but it's a little OCD. But it's it's for the it's for a good cause. So I've I've the slob inside of me has been silenced and I've helped her wipe every and fold down on the tent. Did we do such a good job or so what? So anyway, we, we zip up the tent. I give her a big high five and I was like, I was like, literally we would have been divorced if they, like a year and a half ago. <laughs> we, we, I'm not, I'm not kidding. And it still comes up. It's yeah. like, it's almost like an alcoholic has to, we both have to be careful not to fucking snap. <laughs> and by us both being careful not to snap, I mean I have to be careful not to talk shit when she's not in the mood. Yeah, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like exactly. as a comic, we're always like just ribbing people or like making fun of little things, but you can't do that in your relationship too. Or if I can, but if I can convince, if I can do it and she laughs, then I get away with it. If I can do it and she doesn't laugh, I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll work on that joke a little bit. But yeah, we were able to, we were able to not. I have a fight, and uh, that was a <laughs> big gold deal. stars for all of us. We like to give you ourselves gold stars for doing a simple task like putting a tent away. But um, but anyway, so your relationship wasn't working. Tell us about the other the other one that ended miserably. Let's hear about that. Let's let oh. everyone who's listening feel better about their lives. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that one was I was friends with a girl for three years, and it was in college, and then uh, you know we dated for only maybe six or eight months, and then I was just kind of. I was just kind of done. And very ironically, very similarly to this, it was a, it was a case where she really liked to go out and, and, uh, and drink. And would you label yourself as introverted or what? Like, wh- no, because I, I did go out a lot in college and stuff like that and, and party a lot in, in college. But now I've, I've sort of transitioned to that. And because of a relationship, I think once you're in a relationship, it's like, all right, what's the point anymore? Yeah, you don't need to go out yeah. and party because I – well, for me, I am definitely an introvert. I'm an introvert that fakes – extrovert very well like I totally manage but um I I just that's not my favorite thing to do so going out I mean so I will go out when I have to and I can have fun absolutely and I'll go out to meet people or to make new friends or like you know, you meet someone like a girlfriend or something that you ra- you really like and you want to get and to know we- better and you'll go out and party together. But that's not if you don't need to do those things, if you don't need to go out and meet somebody like that's not what we, I want to do. We get a do. fair amount of socializing with our jobs, too. Like we go yeah. out and you stand up. You're at a bar. You're at a club. But you're whatever. So right. so so she was. OK, so sorry to no, no, no. interject there. But so she was going out too much for you or what? Uh, well, all OK. In relationships, I think all problems stem from two things normally either when you're drunk and something gets said or like for financial reasons and this in this case it was purely just you know this girl would get drunk she'd end up crying for no reason which which Uh, i don't know i'm not saying all girls do that but you know and and this was in college or you said you met in college it was was in college yeah some people can't handle their alcohol and it and it it brings up some ugly shit it does and in college i mean i guess not for everybody but it can be a very stressful time 
you know, for a yeah. lot of people, it's their first time on their own, like living on their own. And, you know, your workload might be really, I don't know. I guess all schools are different. But, but your sound, it sounds more like it's just drama tears. It was so much drama. And I'm not, I don't do drama. Like, I, I'm the most relaxed, easygoing guy. I never get into fights. I always said this. When girls say, no drama, please, they want the most drama. Yeah. yeah. When a girl's Those like, I girls just look out for don't Those fuck with drama. <laughs> Bitch, get up! And they just start throwing champagne. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I, but I do understand what you're saying. Like, yeah, yeah, like, if you don't want it, but if it is in your life, you do have to take inventory and be like, I guess I attracted this. I attracted I so what, something what about doing? not yeah. wanting that drama and yeah. in, in wanting like nice level seas to sail on. You've created this fucking typhoon in your yeah. life. And did you acknowledge that or were you just, or did you, I mean, by, by ending that relationship, you, you were obviously moving on from the drama, but as it existed, how did you try to deal with it? How did I try to deal with the- her drama, her drunk crying and, Oh, you just got to do the best you can. You, so this is what happens. When like, would she get would she get jealous of you? Would, like, if a yeah, girl looked at you, yeah. she'd get jealous. Oh my god, I can remember one time we're we're going we're in like this. And, and, we're, and sorry, last question: Where did you go to school? Uh, University of Redlands, which is in an hour and a half east of L.A. So, so oh, okay, it's SoCal. I'm just trying to see how to Cal. judge this girl, but yeah. I don't I don't get a good no, read on that. No. It's not like ASU or like no, some party school. Not like that. But I remember one time we were in uh, like this. The limo is a formal for for her sorority or whatever. And there was what a was girl- the sorority? Uh, they're all local at oh, okay. Redlands. So, Last question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also yeah. trying to judge her. Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> trying to pin. All right, so she's a sorority girl with, who cries when she drinks. Okay, good. <laughs> I know. Shocking, right? Shocking. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not going to generalize like that, but... I just did. So, <laughs> know a few of them. Her name's Danielle. How are you? Please subscribe, rate, and review. She's married now. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, so I just remember, you know, we're in this limo and... A friend whose boyfriend was next to her, we were just chatting and laughing about something, and she somehow gets jealous of that. Ah, the bro jealousy. Like, what are you? Yeah, you made a friend. About? Yeah, you made yeah, a friend. Made a friend. So no friends allowed. I guess. But did you? Did you? Uh, so could you realize why it was she was jealous, or she, was it? A t- it was attention. I. Th- it's a hundred percent attention. I okay. Think. Is she yeah. an only child, or, or I mean, like what? Well, There's I, a, I don't know. If I know it's hard to, to dissect her with not being here, and I know you've moved on, but and you can't judge somebody for wanting attention. I mean, maybe, maybe you weren't giving her like the sort of affection or validation that she needed yeah. in the relationship, and it just started adding up. You know what I mean? You're totally yeah. right. It could have been me, and and that's when you know, like maybe this isn't going to work out because we're we're different people. Yeah, I'm unable. Don't to you give love how you Tasha immediately you defends drunk sorority girl number three, no, but you, I, I which is so saying. far away from the person that I am. Oh, uh, Tosh, but here's the thing: people that go, I could never be in a sorority. Are the number one sorority girls? It's the same thing with drama. Like you would be great in a sorority. Tasha. I absolutely would not. You... You'd be like the lead girl with the black sharpie. Like when they when they haze the freshmen, they like they just like circled the things they hate about the girl in her body. <laughs> Do you not know me at all? I'm kidding. I know. I how, how would you describe yourself in college? What sort of person are you? I um. Should when- I leave the room? <laughs> No, I, I went to, I was in a program. I went to university of Cincinnati and I was in, um, a like world-class program, uh, called DAP design, art, architecture, planning. I studied fashion design. It was 24 hours a day, 365 days a year work. I, I worked. I didn't even have any friends. I just worked the whole time because it was like a super competitive, like super hard program. So I don't know anything about fun in college. But you would stay with – didn't you have friends at um, other in another school? Was, was yeah, it yeah. Um, no, no. Um, I had a lot of friends that went to UK. Yeah, those schools are And my best friend went you to Eastern. Midwestern schools and, um I we you know I would drive down to Lexington to hang out and party. I would drive to Louisville to hang out and party, but only on weekends where I had nothing going on. But I didn't. I don't know. I didn't manage to make fr- friends at my school, or I guess I guess I made some friends, but I didn't make any sort of like lasting but friendships. Different than like, super like close friendships. Books twenty four seven. Yeah, I went to. I, I was in a business school, so so it was like everyone all of all business is unless you're just studying accounting or finance is socializing and networking and, and human sort of resources management and you know what i mean like and mine's put my headphones in and yeah, sewing yeah. <laughs> no, but ours literally and some of the, my best connections i have are just guys i went to business school with and and what i didn't realize is that most of those guys that were going to business school were super hungry and they had all these side projects and shit and i was just like 
hey, what's next, man? Like, I, 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 I didn't know exactly. It, it's easy in hindsight that I got into what I wanted to get into, but I, for some reason, wanted. I still thought business would be the way that got me there. Like, I started. I went yeah. as far creative as I could in business with advertising and PR and all that. But it was still like in the hindsight. So like. Uh, I just, I just, I get so repulsed by corporate language, like people sending, when they sign their emails best, they go, like my buddy Ty, he's like, Should he'll I send me an that? email and then, do you do that? Do you I sign totally it best? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Just That's best? My That's all you say is best? Best, comma. Or like regards. Enter, enter, it's like, what the wow. fuck, Mine ben is different Franklin? every time. Mine's like, have a great day or talk to you soon please or advise. all the favorite. best. Oh, please, please advise. advise. <laughs> oh, serious. Oh, I literally will jump out the window right now. I can't, I can't even. And when I worked in advertising, we had to say, I worked for a client, McDonald's. So the agency I worked for, when we wanted to make a recommendation, we had to say, we recommend, blah, 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 blah. You can't just say like, hey, we're going to do this to that. We just say, we recommend. I mean, I had to like literally recommend that I could take a a shit. You know what I mean? Like everything was like so, because like we're being paid by another company. So we're just so scrutinized. I hated it. Hated it. Now it's like, oh, maybe you shouldn't do that joke on stage. Okay, maybe I will. Like you can really, (laughs) for the most part, do what you want and and if you know if it sucks it sucks but at least you have the ownership over that i don't know but um so back to this relationship that didn't work <laughs> how and when did you decide to put an end to it or did she uh i decided to put an end to it like towards the end of we were about to graduate there's maybe a month left so you're like the breakup master i guess well no not in that scenario because <laughs> I, I that was a terrible terrible experience but uh i'm two i'm two for two well this one was mutual. I would, say, <laughs> I would say this one was mutual uh but you but and it doesn't i mean no one's keeping score like i feel like the no best way well the made. best way to quote unquote win is to not have your fucking car keyed the next day like that's true you didn't break up the right way if the person ripped out you know every photo you guys ever took and threw it you know in the dining room floor that yeah. happened yeah. Not to me, but so you, I had a buddy, I had a dude in college. He was in my fraternity. I don't know him that well, but he was, um, he was, a uh, like a fireman, you know, he like the school, like had a firehouse and whatever. And he broke up with a chick and she went to his like room and ripped up every photo they had in which, you know, back in the day he used to print photos. Yeah. This is like before Facebook had photo albums. So you just print every photo you take. Uh, cause I'm really old. And, um, and anyway, so, that's how she broke up with him. And it was like she keyed his car. She Wait, she, this was not a conversation. She got Apparently, mad that they broke up and then she retaliated. She just decided I'm done with this and went and, and tore up his shit. And she just th- that's how she told him. She just didn't want drama. So that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, the keying of the car. That sounds like the therapy we were talking about earlier. See, it's <laughs> yeah, just, smash therapy. Yeah, yeah just not my 91 LeBaron, please. <laughs> Don't <therapy>. key. <laughs> well, we could never tell because we lived in a kind of a rural area and there was wild turkeys, like not the whiskey, like real wild turkey. <laughs> and they would peck. I'm not kidding. They would peck at your cars. Yeah, oh because God. they see their own reflections and then they get like um, is that what dominant is? or something. Yeah, they're yeah, really so stupid. You, you, so you had to like decipher if a chick keyed your car or if just a shit ton of turkeys pecked them. What state was this? This is in Rhode Island. Oh, in Rhode Island. Yeah, oh, Rhode wow. Island. I feel like that happens not just in Rhode Island. I feel like that happens in lots of places. Actually, you could like look on YouTube. Just say like turkey fail or something. <laughs> turkey and fail. There are, and there are turkey yeah, go on YouPorn and look up turkey fail and see, uh, Ew, see what pops see up. What pops up. <laughs> no, but there are a lot of videos of people getting just attacked by turkeys because they're I mean, they're Tasha, wrong. but you've had, you've had, I mean, I'm not trying to pull you down now but you've had some shitty a shitty breakup yeah i've had many shitty breakups is that not is that not a zone you want to go into because like i mean you, i just don't even know where you want to go with this well, nothing this about, about them you, is funny i think you're i think you're great and wonderful but also you're you're very attractive and men go nuts with very attractive girls because we what we wifey them in our heads so like have you been in a relationship where you wanted it to end, but the guy literally couldn't fathom that answer. Yeah, I absolutely have been in a relationship like that in college, and it ended. It was very scary. I mean, he he fully snapped. He had to like go in an institution after that or something. Did he really? Yeah, I, I he yeah he was in therapy. I mean, I guess he was maybe so he fucked was up. He in... became a stand up comedian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. To... But yeah, he he just wasn't gonna have it. Um, he wasn't gonna have the he, breakup. He wasn't gonna have it. It was no. But but it. it but it's that's I mean every time I've I've thought I've had a heartbreak or whatever it's been with with girls that I saw like you value them as people yeah you think like they're spoken well they're well spoken enough that they can talk to your family or this or that and it's like 
So that's why it becomes a harder breakup sometimes. So this is where it gets tricky, though. So this relationship was in college. So the hardest part is right after the breakup. And in college, you're, you're like still a thousand feet away from each other in like different dorms or you mm-hmm. know, living close. So seeing them every weekend still. Like, yeah, because you probably share part. social circles as well. Oh, and so then your friends like feel like they have to take a side or something. Yeah. Did you have any buddies that hit on your girl or did any of that shit go down? Because that's what happens no, when no, you're no, younger. You're right. Uh, I, funnily, funnily enough, this girl actually dated my two best friends See, before I, me. I'm a fuck. Oh, before. Oh, so yeah. you're the guy. You're the guy. the third. Uh, yeah. See, I'm trying to do. Had, I'm doing a great uh, group of friends. So yeah. So yeah. you um you picked up sloppy thirds. Yes, absolutely. I mean, but were, was it with their blessing? I mean, because in yeah, college no, if they didn't them. care. I did ask them. Yeah. Did you ask them before you guys dated all? Or did you like accidentally hook up with her and then you had to be like, hey, Steve? Um, uh, well, yeah, no, I think <clears> could I? I may have. I may have hooked up with her okay, once. And okay. Then well, that's fine. But still, yeah. you posed a question yeah. after. Yeah. That's that's pretty noble for 19. I, I feel like. So I mean, because that's happened. I mean, have you have you Eskimo? Uh, what's it called? Eskimo Brothers? Well, Eskimo what's twins? that? <laughs> that Eskimo, sounds like Eskimo a gross brothers. thing. Eskimo, Eskimo Bros. For Eskimo short. Bros. For sure. <laughs> Kyle and I, we, we get each other. As a fellow New Englanders, we understand yeah. each other here. It's when uh, it's when you've um, through through whatever fortune. It's, lo- it's locker with- room talk for guys when uh, they've had sexual relations with the same lady in the Ew. past, and they so, consider themselves. Eskimo brothers. So, so, so obviously you have two Eskimo bros. Yeah, we're triplets. So you have triplets, Eskimo triplets, right, that's right. there. <laughs> uh, that's a good title for the show, Eskimo triplets. I don't know if it, I don't know, I don't know what we're gonna go with, Eskimo triplets or uh, are the breakup master. Are people gonna understand that? Do more people know that? And I'm audience. the, I'm the dumb Eskimo, one who doesn't does that, know. All right, people listening, write to us at um, our Instagram, Sex Actually I just know Pod. Eskimo kisses. Do you guys? No, that's when you're like have a Eskimo kiss with that's, your dad. No, that's, that's a gateway to Eskimo. This Eskimo is bros. something else. This is uh, Bros of the Eskimo. Um, what like, dudes like I talk about like in stand up? We just love rhymes. Yeah, Eskimo bro, fo show. <laughs> like we just love anything that rhymes. All right, so like I wanted to read before we we already at fifty one minutes, so we're gonna get out of here in a second. But I wanted to read. Um, I try every episode to read a review, and um, someone wrote in, and it was like, "Can you stop reading so many reviews?" So let's read the whole fucking phone book of reviews. Let's go for it. Um, great stuff. Oh, and by the way, I'm I, I I I do appreciate the compliment, people, but I'm not fluffing my own ego. I'm I'm reading reviews to encourage more people to write reviews. If you all want to leave me a giant shit stain of a review, but give it five stars, you can do that too. Just well, the algorithm about- says five star reviews get rewarded. We get more downloads. I can. Retire in fucking Vegas with Tasha. Well, I think, you know, or if somebody doesn't want to leave a review or if they've already left a review and they would like to do something else to help the podcast, they could just share it with some friends. Share the link. Share the iTunes link. Share it on Facebook. iTunes. iTone it up on Facebook. Uh, Put a link. Tag Sex Actually the Podcast or your boy Dave Neal. Tag some Just, friends like look, in the comment of a Sex Actually Instagram photo. Yeah, I hate to make this like a huge like PSA or like a telethon thing, but like this Help is, out. you know, for those, you know, we're not on a network. This is out of my pocket. I do this 168 episodes so far. I do this because I do enjoy it, but at the same time, like like last month was the best month ever. I don't know if this month is going to hit that. It's probably going to be a, a couple days underneath that. And it's like, rally rally the troops, fellas and ladies. Rally the troops. If you've listened to at least five hours of this show, the least you could do is give me two minutes to share it with your friends. I would really appreciate it. Great stuff from I'm Drinking Coffee said, The hosts have great chemistry, and I love their relaxed and free-flowing back and forth. I've definitely gained some insights into relationships from the ones I've listened to. Great stuff. Um, and by the way, we are not experts, but... Um, this one, Dave is entertaining, especially when he's with lots of people. Mm, okay. Um, so I'm not good <laughs> like alone. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, Dave's entertaining. Just don't do that 10 minute intro anymore. <laughs> but this is where he loses credibility. More especially when he's with Tanya. That's not her name, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for trying. Pretty yeah, close. Sorry, Tasha. I've been um, having Tanya on the podcast <laughs> lately. Who the fuck's Tanya? Uh, don't worry about it. He, uh, he, he said, I've really warmed up to sex actually over the past three weeks. There's so many backhands to this, by the way. Here they come. He was something like number five on my podcast list. Now he's tied for number two, and it's never enough. I'm, I'm, I'm just number two now. I think he has a lot to say, and I've enjoyed getting to know him. So will you. By the way, my favorite podcast is Guys We Fucked. That's like the most popular podcast. We've had them on this one. They're wildly successful. I, 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 just, I just aim to be at their level of success. I mean, it's, they're in the Times How much Cosmo. money do you think they're raking in on they're that show? Them. Is this? 
Uh, in my, Corinne, Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson, I just did a show with her in, in Rhode Island. They're, they have a podcast called Guys We Fucked, and it's fucking great. It came out roughly the same time as mine. It would, you know, I feel like... It's like, it's like anti-sex shaming and you know, anti-slut shaming, and it's, it's, mm. a, it's a good thing. Yeah. I, I fully support it. They're friends of the show, but at the same time, like, let's get to that level, please. Let me finish this wildly <laughs> great five-star review. And the, by the way, the, the subject of this review is nearly my favorite. <laughs> Does my mom write this? Uh, she said, by the way, my favorite guys we fucked, but you need more than one podcast to get through a week's drive time. Keep it up, Dave. All right. Well, I'm glad to be the extra podcast that keeps you through. <laughs> no, seriously, I do appreciate it for those yeah, listening. Thank you so much. Search Sex Actually on your podcast app to write a review. You search Sex Actually, click on the icon, click review, click write a review, and then you leave us a five-star review. You can do it on the shitter. It takes five seconds. If, you do, if you've done that, I just encourage you guys to share it with your friends. I appreciate all the feedback we get, all the people that write in. We have all these people asking questions. Share it with your friends. We need iTunes. When I post this on my Facebook promoting my show, no one sees it. You know what I mean? No yeah, one... Facebook has that like algorithm thing where like they can tell if you post a link, then it gets put to the bottom because they know that you're self-promoting like an outside link. Whereas if you share like a picture of your dog or like a, a funny YouTube video, then it goes um, right to the top. That's what's crazy. Like if I slipped on ice, I would go viral more than like 175 hours of. So anyway, uh, tag your friends in the um, in the photo. We'll post an uh, Instagram photo. We're at Sex Actually Pod on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to ask us any questions you could facebook message us uh the sex actually podcast facebook or uh write us some um, on gmail uh sex actually podcast at gmail.com and um anyway so i just need to promote that before the episode ends but we're getting to the end so so what have you learned from these from these um from the drama queen and what have you learned from this one that just ended because because if, if we're not that learning well. if we're not learning anything guess, we're just going to repeat the same thing that's a very good point uh I'll have to do some more deep reflection, but my first initial uh, thought is from this most recent relationship is sometimes the people are really great and they're perfect, but you might not be perfect for each other. Uh, So even if they're really great and it's not working out, you know, sometimes it's not meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. And you do yourself and them a disservice by letting it go on when you know it's not working, you know, when you realize that it's not, it's not going right. Tasha, she's got uh, some um, underlying thoughts to that statement. She's like, babe, if you don't put a ring on it soon, just let me know now. Just let me know now, babe. I don't want to be your number two of the week. I don't want to be just... Okay. What's number two of the week? I was, oh, a, the I was recalling. Okay. Jeez, yeah, I'm okay. just flopping right now. So how long after you date a year and a half before you can go go let loose? Like, Are you, are you, are you like mentally there where you could go bang a chick and... Definitely not. Really? Definitely not. Oh, I, I don't it know. It takes some time. I Even think... when it's like an easy breakup. Yeah. It's, you, it's somebody don't that you care Kyle about. tell Kyle whether or not he... Yeah, Tasha, <laughs> just speak for me. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I think it takes time. He's like, oh, yeah, but if a girl walked you into your life, it wouldn't take time. You just need to find a room. Yeah, I mean, it always comes when you least expect it, but I'm definitely not really like you know, hounding the bars right now. Like, I, I'm, just, I'm just chilling. I'm going to spend some time focusing on... Working me. on me. I'm working on me. I'm working on myself. <laughs> so I'm working my on stand up because yeah. you seem like very yeah. career focused. Trust me, so. the better, the funnier you get with stand up, the better looking girls you're going to get. I mean, there's reasons why Paulie Shore was slaying tens. Look, he's a short Jewish guy from <laughs> LA. You know what I mean? No offense to short Jewish guys, but That's work great. on your stand up. That's all I'm saying. Tasha saw me in my first show ever. Not good. I was not good. I didn't but bomb. it was love at first sight. It was the hair. No, she had a boyfriend and I was not even. And he had short hair. Yeah, I had short there hair. Yeah. We, had, we got a compliment today from our, the, our camping neighbors. They, what did they say about our hair? Yeah, <laughs> she said, you guys must go through a lot of shampoo between the two of you. She was just making conversation. We had already talked about how I look like Kate Middleton, which I've gotten so much this week. It's weird. Well, so what I, so am I Prince that. Williams? Yeah, except nice. that he's balding. Yeah. Boy, did he fall off the wagon. Now Prince, Prince Will- Harry is the, is Prince the attractive Harry can one. can sling the dick. <laughs> I mean, honestly, as a kid, I was I felt so bad for Prince Harry because it's like your older brother gets to be like the king of whatever. And, and he was like kind of like goofy looking and William was like Harry, the sexy yeah, boy. There's no weight on his shoulders. He's managed to stay young and like not have to deal with all that bullshit. I don't know. Maybe it's good being second in commander. Well, right now he's probably like third or fourth in command, right? It's it's Prince William's dad. What's his name? Prince. Uh, well, I think now no <laughs> now he's like way further down because they have a son. Oh, so Prince William's kid is ahead of Prince Harry. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, fuck that bullshit. That's how it works. I'm not get, well, I wouldn't give Prince William's kid a, a gift if I was Harry. That's what I would. 
Well, because he's <laughs> ranked higher than me. No, not no. That's you, not how it works. You still got to. You wouldn't gift. give your nephew a. Not if they yeah. had the keys to the palace. Literally, no, I wouldn't do that. Anyway, we digress. Look, we're at an hour, so uh, anything you need to promote your social media where people can find you? Any ladies listening that want to slide into your DMs? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, you can look me up on Facebook, I guess. Kyle <laughs> K A. Um, yeah, I don't. Do you have oh. Instagram? Uh, I do have an Instagram. It's George, we got to work on your marketing. I, I <laughs> this is what see. This is what I'll spend my time. These chicks want to stalk you. They're not yeah. trying to listen to some. You're like, oh, his voice sounds nice. Let's see yeah. what it looks like. Uh, you know what? Why don't I post uh, a link on maybe or I'll, I'll, po- I'll comment on the picture or something from today's episode. There you go. And, there you go. Uh, yeah, we'll take we'll ta- you. We'll take info. a photo. This goes up tonight, yeah. and um, you got a show. You got to run to. I don't know. I got a show in Orange County on Wednesday. If anyone's listening in Orange County and want to know where my show is, yeah, you should. Where absolutely. is it? I don't know. Cask and flag. I, I, I honestly have no idea. No, tell my Where, girlfriend to go. Yeah. <laughs> please do. We'll not be Eskimo twins. Don't worry about that. Uh, that's the episode. Tasha Courtney at Tasha Courtney on Instagram and Snapchat at Tasha TV, right? Yep. Anything else you need to promote? Nope. Um, and uh, that's the episode. Thanks so much for being on. Come back anytime. Let us me. know uh, about uh, about your love life. And if anyone else wants to be on the, episode, the, the podcast, uh, reach out to us. We love hearing from our friends out there. So thanks for listening. Thanks for being our... Uh, we, we appreciate you guys letting us be your top five. And if we're still your number two, let me know what I need to do to earn number one spot. I will send you a dick pic, whatever it is. Um, Tasha looked at me like, no, you won't. Okay, all right, fine. That's the episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.